0: Second part of second episode. I will have to re-record um, because the first recording is more than one chapter. Uh, for now, this chapter does not have a name or a song, but it will. Um, okay, here we go. We both thought that us being here probably had something to do with the wire personality removal thing, and that now we would have to make sense of this together. I didn't know if the aliens had left the two personalities on purpose or if it was just something there was no way around. We thought maybe there was a good reason or purpose behind why they had left two important personalities versus one, and it made sense that they had left both of us, because neither one of us would have been able to choose between the two of us. We just both sensed so much good in one another and had so much automatic love for one another. I suddenly realized that when I was connected to and talking to little Brie, I felt like I could access the older, wiser Brie that I thought was fried. I started to think maybe I was supposed to pass on any of the lessons and meaning I could now access along to her. This made me think maybe I wouldn't be making it out of this. I hope that was not the case, but I wondered why I could suddenly access all of this stuff, and why my natural intuition was to pass it all on to her. My growing fear—that I really had—my uh, growing fear was that I really had already lost my old brain forever, which was so grief-inducing to consider because I had worked so long to get where I was. So many different kinds of hard work underneath it all, especially the past six years, just spent fighting to get better. I was worried there were no magical beings that could restore my brain to how it had been. I thought that if anyone else had two beings stuck in one body, like little Brienne and I, that they would probably fight to the death for whoever got to stay in control. This. This was just not how we were from the very beginning. We thought that maybe that might be why the aliens had been okay with leaving us both. They knew we would be capable of working something out. Or maybe there was some big master plan for us. If we had done everything we could to save the old wiser me and it didn't work, I could prepare this little Bree and give her as many things and lessons that I was able to. If my old brain was going to be unrecoverable and I had access to it right now, maybe doing everything I could to pass on my lessons onto this little entity I had automatically loved so much, maybe that might help little Brie as well as me and my kids, because at least they might be able to sort of recognize me in her, parentheses, if the worst case scenario happened. We talked about how each of us could have both felt threatened and began by fighting about who got to stay and be in charge, but neither one of us felt like that. We had weirdly and quickly, what had weirdly and quickly happened from the beginning was both of us just had this almost automatic deep love and respect for one another, and we both had a deep desire and intuitive ability to help take care of one another. We decided for now that we wanted to find a way for both of us to coexist in this body, and I didn't tell her yet of the intuition I had been having that there might not be a way for me to stay here despite lots of effort. I felt a bit like a parent who is keeping something from a child in order to protect them and for their own good until they are more mature. Plus, I didn't know yet if the worst case scenario held any merit or truth. I had only barely just been able to register this intuition, and it was what the deepest parts of me were saying were starting to be worried about. I wonder if having this strong intuition to pass anything of value onto her meant that I wouldn't be making it. We continued our conversations, both of us being equally respectful and loving and helpful towards one another in many different ways as I tried to go about the rest of my day. We talked about so many different things and we helped each other get through the weirdest day of both of our lives. The next day when I woke up and she was still with me, I was actually relieved. After our day yesterday, I no no longer knew how I would go on without her. I loved her so much. She was happy she woke up still conscious and with me too. I headed to the store this morning and I had woken up with a strong intuition again that I should pass on what I could just in case. After a moment considering everything again, I suddenly knew it was my destiny to prepare little Brie the best I could and give her the things that she may need if she ever got stuck in this body without me. I didn't know for sure if the worst case scenario would be happening, but if it did, I needed to make sure she was prepared. This would help her as well as my kids because My kids may at least recognize me through the parts of myself I had shared with or contributed with her. I knew this little Brie wouldn't have my same life experiences, but that she already seemed to radiate a lot of the qualities that I had, so that comforted me a bit. If I did have to leave, she would be the type of person I would want to be a part of my kids' lives, even more so if I could pass anything of value onto her. In my past, there was no way I would have let anything or anyone take over without giving all I could to ensure that didn't happen. I still felt that would be what I was going to do, but I had just accepted that I was already feeling like it might not turn out with me getting to stay. I thought maybe there was a reason that I loved this little Brie so much. She was so much like me and possessed so many of the qualities I loved about myself. Humor, pure-heartedness, a true desire to help me through the hard things unconditionally, an ability to be real. She was cheerful and bubbly. That was just her personality. She spoke only truth, like I had been trained to do for the past many years. A pure and genuine heart, and I knew these things about her after only a few conversations with her. She was just as afraid and weirded out as I was over what was happening. I knew she wasn't here to take over. In fact, I was sure the idea of that would completely freak her out and she might go into hiding if she found out that could be a possibility right now. I didn't feel like it was the right time to be telling her of any of my intuitions regarding this at the moment. I thought maybe I would know when the time was right to talk to her about any of this. I knew she didn't want my body. She didn't even know why in the hell she was there, floating around in a bubble. She was just so grateful she ended up with someone she had loved so much from the beginning. I asked her if we could work on preparing for the worst case scenario, and I told her that doing so did not mean the worst case scenario was going to happen. I was just trying to do my part to help prepare her, and I would feel better knowing I had done what I could. I really didn't want her being left in this body without any of the skills she would need. At first she hated this idea, because she didn't even want to begin thinking about me being gone, but she warmed up fairly quickly because she started to think about how trippy it would be to wake up in this body with no idea how to do anything. I told her I was heading to the store soon, but I asked her if she would be willing to try something. First of all, I needed to know if she could still go anywhere in my body she wanted to. She said she was pretty sure she could go anywhere. So I said maybe we could try to do an experiment and see if her going to different areas of my brain allowed her to be in control of my body. She was so hesitant at first, but she seemed to understand the importance of doing this to prepare, so she said she would try. I knew she was so intuitive, just like me, so I told her to go to wherever in my brain felt right. And then we could see if there were any areas that allowed her to be in charge of my body. The idea of doing this completely freaked her out because she was terrified she would get stuck there and I would be lost forever. I told her we were both very smart and intuitive, and I thought if we ran into any issues, both her and I together would be able to find a way to get us back to where we belonged. We decided to try it for a few seconds at first, and then move right, and then she would move right out of that area. She agreed to this, but insisted that at first we needed to do an experiment where she would go there for two seconds and then move anywhere else, If she or I felt like it was too hard to get back to our old places, then we didn't have to think about doing this again. Then she said we needed to experiment like that for quite a few times before she would ever consider doing it for longer. I agreed to do whatever she was comfortable with, and as I pulled into the parking lot of the grocery store, it was almost time to begin our experiment. Before we began though, I had one last thought, so I asked her if she thought she would have to try to leave the bubble to be in control. I thought this might be too much for her to consider, but she actually thought that would probably be the only way this could work. We both agreed that she would do whatever felt right in the moment, so she began to search for an area of my brain that felt right to her. We weren't sure if this would do anything, But soon she said there was an. But soon she said. But soon she was there and going to try to leave the bubble. All of a sudden, I was just gone, and I don't know where I went. I hadn't even realized I was gone until I came back a few seconds later, after she had moved back into her bubble and out of the place she had been on my brain. Only in coming back like this did I realize how gross and scary that nothing and not existing had been. Suddenly I was back in the grocery store parking lot and in charge of my body again. The whole thing was really disorienting and pretty creepy. When I was back to full consciousness, I found that little Bree was freaking out pretty good she thought i might not come back because it had taken her longer than she thought it would to move off the spot she had been on she said she had unexpectedly begun to move slower once she passed a certain point and she wasn't sure why i asked her how it had worked for her and if she was able to be in control of my body she said that it did work but that it was totally freaky to be seeing the world for the first time through her eyes and be in charge of a body Also, the fact that she could no longer see or feel me had been pretty upsetting. She absolutely hated the whole thing and said she was perfectly comfortable in her little bubble where she could feel and see things in a different, less stressful way. I told her I wondered if we might be able to find a way where I was still there the tiniest bit and still in the conscious in the background so I could help talk her through things. Maybe if we tweaked where she went a bit on my brain, or maybe if she only came out partially. I hoped we could find a way to have me in the background just the tiniest bit. I asked her what she thought of this, and she said maybe it was possible. We decided to try it again and to go to the next area of my brain that felt right to her. And as she planned on seeing if she could stay, and she planned on seeing if she could stay partially in the bubble. Things went much the same, only this time I wasn't completely gone. I was the tiniest bit in the background. We did a few more practice runs this way that were that went good before little Brie said she would be willing to try a longer stretch of actually doing something if I still wanted to. I asked if maybe she wanted to try to go into the store and to do the shopping because she would be able to hear and feel me the tiniest bit now and I could help her through it. She told me how much she hated the feeling of taking over my body, but she was also still terrified enough of being left in my body alone and this was pushing her to go through with this experiment stuff. As I walked into the grocery store entrance, I thought about how giving her control for a longer period would be like essentially being willing to sacrifice everything for this little Brie and trust that she wouldn't just take over. There was a part of me that was filled with grief over even the idea of this, but I tried to suck it up and be comforted in the fact that most likely I still had more time and I would be coming back. That this was just a practice run and hopefully my life wasn't over yet. I remember being in charge of my body as I walked into the store and then telling her it was her turn right as I made it through the outside doors. For a brief moment the intense grief that I was willingly handing over this type of control overtook me, but but then suddenly I was in the background, no longer seeing or feeling life through my own eyes. I was seeing and feeling through her and the new worldly sensations she was feeling were so overwhelming and scary. I tried to talk her down from the panic she felt and then talk her through the grocery store trip. I felt a wave of sadness in doing this, but also peace knowing that little Brie would do right by me. I knew deep down that this was just a practice run and that I had more time and my body left. I reminded myself to stay aware and watch for the right time to tell her about the intuition I had been having that I might not make it. As she practiced walking through the store, after she got through some of her own panic, she realized I was feeling some deep emotions over something. She asked me why all of a sudden I was so sad, and I don't remember what I told her, only that we were both doing a good job helping each other through this shopping trip. This was a very uncomfortable thing for both of us. I naturally had the urge to jump back into the driver's seat and she was experiencing the urge to jump out of it. I talked her through the grocery store trip and we got through it together. We were both just so uncomfortable the whole time, but we both pushed through the uncomfortableness. I don't really remember what I taught her or how I taught her on this practice run. But I remember my focus was to teach her the life skills she might need to make it in this world. This was something I had always tried to stay conscious of in my life, as one of my big goals was always to try to teach my kids the life skills they would need to make it in this world. As soon as little Bree had our groceries checked out and paid, she dumped right back into her bubble and I suddenly woke into consciousness just standing by our grocery cart at this moment, all I cared about was that little Brie was okay, because she was crying and upset. She had absolutely hated the whole experience, but she told me she knew it had been the right thing, and she was proud of us. After that, as I walked back to the car with our groceries, she told me she was getting so tired and so cold. I was concerned for her because I could hear in her voice that she was not well at all. I had this intuition to tell her to go wherever she felt the most comfortable in my body as fast as she could. She sounded like she was fading, but she did as I asked, and I couldn't feel where she was going this time, but I didn't care as long as she made it there. Soon she said she had made it, and, and, and slowly as if she was falling asleep, she told me she was okay. She said that she was lucky she got to this safe place in time because she didn't think she would have survived had she not gotten there. She said she couldn't talk anymore but that she was okay and warming up and safe. She told me she was going to have to sleep for a long time and that she loved me and I felt her relax into some peace. I somehow knew she felt peaceful and accomplished and I felt okay because I knew I had done what we were meant to do. This whole thing boggles my mind now to think think about how I would let some foreign entity take over for even one second after how hard I had fought for myself over the previous years. I just would never think there would ever be a world in which I would allow something like this, but here I was in a world that allowed this. Even though little Brie was resting, I could still feel the connection to her and to my old self. It seemed like as long as I stayed connected to her, I could access this old self. I thought I was connected to who I had been, but it must not have been fully, because I wasn't with it enough to be capable of asking for help, or even realizing that all of this stuff was psychosis. I was still walking around, going about my routines and the things I thought I should be doing, pushing through no matter what, which again was the way I had Trained myself into living. That night, the weirdest thing happened, and this was sort of like my first episode when I had connected with that woman telepathically, but this experience was much more expanded. As I laid in bed, all of a sudden I could just feel and hear the man I thought was my love from a previous life Jay. Only this time, I could not only hear him, but it was as, as if he was a whole human shaped soul a shadow that had somehow magically been transported right next to me. I couldn't see him with my eyes, but I could sense his size and shape much like I had been able to do with the aliens and the other beings. And I could also sense him as if there was an actual human right there in bed with me. I could reach out and touch him and feel as if there were a human there. First of all, I tried to establish that this was really him. And whoever this shadow was, seemed to be just as confused as I was in regards to what was happening. We were both so weirded out, and I quickly found out that he didn't think he was a shadow in my bed, but instead he could feel me as if I were a shadow in his bed. He said he had just been laying in bed thinking of me, and then all of a sudden he was able to sense me, like in the way I was able to sense him. After we both got over the weirdness of something like this even being possible, both of us just kept doubting that we were really talking to who we thought we might be talking to. We both just continued to ask one another questions in hopes that we could prove beyond a shadow of doubt that I was actually Bree and he was actually Jay. I don't remember what the questions were, but I know The answers both of us gave somehow convinced both of us that we were talking to the person we had thought we might be talking to. After both of us were mostly convinced, we spent the rest of the night talking about anything and everything. I felt such a comfort from him being there. I was never 100% convinced that it was him, but most of me was sure that it was him and the further we sunk into our talk, the more I believed that it was really him. We spent most of the night having deep conversations and bonding until finally he said he had to leave. He clarified that he wouldn't leave something like this, but he had this big event he had been preparing for for most of his life coming up. This was something that was really important to him, and he had to put so much effort into preparing for this lifelong dream which unfortunately involved sticking to a strict schedule. There would be a lot of pressure for him to perform, and because this was a life dream, it wasn't something he didn't want to give up on. I am being vague about the details of this part because this person is a real person, and I don't want to share too many details about his life. We decided we were both going to see if we could meet this way again when the day was over. I wasn't expecting this but he reached out and gave me the most tender kiss and I could feel it as if I were an actual he were an actual real person kissing me only better because it was from both of our souls as well. I felt all of the pressure sensations one would feel during a real kiss we both were still really weirded out by this whole thing and did not understand why it was happening. When I had been with him throughout the night, I completely forgot about the intuition I had been having that night that I might have to leave this earth soon. In my moments with him, I had felt like I, I had felt hope for my future and that maybe this one true love and I might finally get to be together. In those moments, I thought maybe there had to be a reason all of this was happening that mattered, and maybe this was some supernatural, defying all odds, magical love story. I was actually glad he had to go because for me at this time in my life, getting through my days, no matter what I was doing, was super critical. In my mind, I had just of an important day as ahead of me, keeping my house up and running as he did with his big lifetime event. Soon after he left, little Bree woke up and I told her about the latest, trippiest development. And now that she was awake, the realization suddenly hit me again that I might not get to stay here. Also that most likely I would not get to live a life where Jay and I got to be together. I had completely forgotten while he and I were talking that i might actually have to leave this body soon i was planning on getting up and pushing through a normal day but i soon realized that it was only like 4:30 a.m. <clears throat> as i considered whether to get up yet all of a sudden i could sense another being with us in the with us in my room this being was on the right lower side of my bed, and much like the aliens. I couldn't actually see him with my eyes, but I could sense the size and shape it probably was. There was also a certain type of energy that was radiating from this being, and that is how I could tell where it was in the room. I had this ability in my mind that from this info I could translate a basic idea of what this entity looked like. And this one was a human like was human like in shape and size. He asked if I could hear him and I said yes. He went on to say that he had come to help me with the things that the others weren't able to do. At this point, Little Bree spoke up and asked me if I could update her on who this was and also of anything else important that had happened during the hours she had been sleeping. I told her about Jay and how we had mostly just stayed up all night talking about deep things and that I had no idea who this dude was other than the aliens had told me others would be here to help. The being in the room took over the combo and told little Bree and I that they hadn't known that there were two beings in this body until now. This being felt so honored and so excited to have the chance to help both of us. To make things easier and weirder, I'm just going to call this being slash spirit dude or dude guy from here on out. He told us that it was so rare to have two people in one body and that it was even more rare to have them love and take care of one another like he could see we did. I wasn't sure how dude guy could see this, but he explained that they could see stuff like this. The dude told us not to be afraid, but that I would have to get that paralyzed feeling again so he could safely work on us. He said this was to protect us because any movement could affect the outcome of the work he and I were going to be doing. As I spent more time with the dude guy in the room, he started to look a bit like a glowing human spirit in my mind. He said he needed to help me because the way the aliens had clipped off the different personality like entities in my brain created remnants within my body. He said this was expected from the procedures I went through the night before. Apparently the work that had already been done in my brain and cutting the different wires had as a consequence left behind a dead body residue for each personality-like thing they had clipped. What we were going to be doing the next while was to get rid of this dead stuff that was left behind all throughout my body. This was a specific thing he was here to help me with, and it was important. This dead stuff, he said, was very dangerous if left inside for too long. I still wanted to try to trust all of these supernatural things that were happening to me, and that they were real, and that they were meant to be happening. I wanted all of this to serve some collective, bigger purpose, so I pushed myself to trust this dude. I laid there while paralyzed, while a paralyzed feeling fell over me, but I still had some of the same doubts I had experienced with the little aliens, and I wanted to work through those doubts. I could tell little Brie was really terrified by this development, so I tried to help calm her down and told her to go find somewhere to hide if this felt too scary for her. I then began to feel different weird sensations throughout my body, as if this dude guy was doing some sort of special surgery throughout my body. The dude said he would be with me for a while doing this work on my body. And those... and... The sensations I were was feeling were from him. He said that when the time came, he would help talk me through some of the things I would need to do to help in the process. This had made me feel a whole lot of loss over the course of all these weird things happening to me. I was starting to feel like the more this supernatural stuff was happening,